0: So welcome, today we've got uh, Pierce Flynn, I've got an entrepreneur down because there's just too many other things to put <laughs> in there, so I'm just going to go with the easy one. Oh uh, yeah, that, yeah. Thanks catch up,
1: o- catch all. Um, you're welcome James.
0: Um, so Pierce, starting off, most would kind of know you for your, your current success and efforts with a number of companies, but we're going to start with kind of your early life. Yeah. Originally from Ballycotton.
1: Yes, still from um, Ballycotton. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> <laughs> still from Ballycotton. You, it's kind of famous for its fishing yeah. and, you know. Was and still is. You obviously had a bit of a fishing life down there. Yeah. Still. How was it like growing up in Bellycotton?
1: Um, fantastic. I, you know, I I uh, I left in eighty five, um, but like I didn't realize how good it was until you leave. And um, you know, we didn't. We we just got on with it. You know, you were sent away in in May, come back in September. Nobody worrying about factor forty on your shoulders or anything. I think we're all surviving, but uh, we seem to be. Uh, a lot different now but it was it was great growing up and fishing was a huge part of it we had to w- every one of us had to go and work with a, a particular gentleman as we were growing up everyone in the family so I'm one of uh, there's uh, you know there's uh, five boys so there's uh, you know it, it, we all had to go and do it and uh, I mean I hated it I mean I absolutely I was in the middle you know so I'm the anonymous one middle child, uh, middle child yeah mm-hmm. so the the um, so the uh yeah you know, it was it was something you just had to do um and uh when I look back at it now it was absolutely fantastic i, I was out one day, and the the guy I was fishing with he got a a, a turn like and I'm on a boat and I'm money fifteen way out at sea, and he laid down and said, "Look, <laughs> if I don't recover here, uh, you just." Take the boat in in front of the wind, and you'll see land somewhere. And, and that was one of my, uh, but a great man, smart man. um But he would be given a stick, and uh, I had to bait lobster pots. So that would be mackerel that had been rotting in a barrel for about six months, and you had to put your hand in. Nice. It was like soup, and you're pulling it out. <laughs> yeah, it was character building. Let's put it that way. It's like get
0: the hell out of here and stop doing that. <laughs> There's a story about your uh, your first company in belly cutting
1: when you were 15? Oh, my first thing I did, yeah, I I, uh, I spotted, uh, they, at that time, there was a um, d- uh, Dutch factory, uh, big fishing would come into Ballycotton. And I think it made the news of the world at one time. I think it was like a Sodom and Gomorrah type thing. It was um, So they would come in to Ballycotton because it's next to Cork and mm-hmm. they didn't want to go into Cork and pay the harbour dues and all that stuff. So they would come in, they would outnumber the people in the village they would come in these big guy Dutch guys you know the Dutch are huge yeah. and um, they would come in go to Cork and return with ladies of the night and I was ferrying the ladies of the night as a 16 year old <laughs> back in and out <laughs> so getting tips in that way so I don't know what you put that in and I was getting magazines of a certain vintage which you wouldn't have been getting in Catholic Ireland at that time so it was and I sold all that stuff on so that was maybe that's maybe where I knew I was going to try and turn a bob Fair somewhere <laughs> <laughs> I like it Um. At some point you decided to fishing wasn't
0: for you and and you went to college. Yeah. Can you explain to me like how from there you ended up working for Wang Laboratories or yeah. Compaq computer company
1: in Texas? Well, it's very interesting I'm the classic Irish I mean I did um I went to uh the the, uh, the regional tech at that time I think it's called MTU now. Um and went there um I wasn't very good at it, to be left to true. Be told, um, and then there was a guy from our village who was a big shot in Wang, uh, Wang Computers. Funny story about Wang uh, James was I was in Wang, and somebody we came out with a new slogan, which was I think is a really funny one. But we came up with a new slogan, you know, like Nike, going Nike, <laughs> Nike, Nike, just do it. So somebody in America came out with a slogan which says. Wang cares, right? <laughs> so it was like, okay, that's not going to work here. But anyway, so I, but how we got into Wang was very simple. My mother asked because the guy from Ballycotton was very successful, Owner Driscoll, uh, a lovely man who uh, had a great career, and um, he got me my first start in uh, in Wang. So that's sure. where it started. So it was literally my mother got my first start. So that's like literally my son's done this, and and he got me a job, and and. um and i remember i was working on the factory floor in 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 limerick and from there i went over to help start up a, a facility in scotland then i joined the fastest computer company at that time growing the world called compact computer mm-hmm. corporation massive uh, when i joined we were probably 200 million fastest growing company we were then uh, when i left it we were 22 billion um so i went to america lived in america um, and you know, uh, you know, like I think I've now I was always waiting for somebody to tap me on the shoulder, going, "All right, Pish, you've had a, <laughs> you've had a good run at this now. Let's uh,
0: <laughs> back to Valley County. Valley County,
1: go fucking go bait some pots or something." But uh, so uh, yeah, that was uh, that was it. So I ended up uh, there. I I probably I had some skills. I I was I had a reputation where. If you had something that was broken, mm. that was in the mess, you put me in there, um, and I, in in the corporate world, so I got, I got Mr. Fix it. Like they would put me into the biggest mess, and so then consequently, I had a very rapid rise, um, and and did did really really well. Um, you know,
0: you were ranked twenty eight by ZDNet magazine in yeah. the top fifty most influential computer industry executives.
1: Yeah, that's uh, some
0: going on from a lobster pot. Yeah, it's a lot
1: going on. It means you can't fool all the people all the time. But um, <laughs> no, uh, you know, I was, I was, I, I, I was good at certain things, um, and at that time, I wouldn't admit what I wasn't good at. But I was good at certain things, and 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 um, you know, it was really, really interesting. I found uh, that most of the issues when I went to try and fix something. The people inside there knew what was wrong. Right. Most of the time, it was management. It was stupid management. Guys' ego is the size of an, a small African country or whatever, and and you had to, to to cut that out. So I I got that. And being Irish, I think really helps. I think you're mm. Irish. We've got this. Um, we've got this skill of of um, of you know we can we can get in there. We can make things happen where maybe people don't view us as being arrogant or whatever um so i think my irish being irish helped and Definitely. i think my background and, and, and where where i grew up and how i grew up helped as well
0: you don't you don't really take a lot of shit though as we get through no. here we kind of it's no. it's an interesting no and kind of a, a kind of but it,
1: but, but in a corporate world James i had to i mean i had yeah. in a corporate world you will not survive no unless a like people will put up if you're good not if you're Mr fix it yeah 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 people will put up with you um we- Provided you deliver, it's like a, it's like being a striker on on a football team. Z- Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I mean, how big is his ego? But he scores goals, Correct. so people put up with him. You wouldn't put up with him if he wasn't scoring goals. You'd be saying that guy's an absolute loony too, and get him out. So you have to back up with what what you say in a corporate world. Um, so that was that was an interesting thing, you know.
0: You uh, you then went to Newbridge Networks, which, yes. from what I read, you really enjoyed growing. You said in nineteen ninety nine that you you wanted, and you said this a while ago. We need to make this. So that I can explain it to my mother. Like, a lot of companies could learn from that, especially, you know, when it went on to sell to Alcatel for a hefty price afterwards.
1: Yeah, I, I, that was one of the most enjoyable. I mean, I came I came back, I was living in Texas. My wife loved it in Texas. I absolutely hated it. I Did mean, you? Oh, God, it's as false as all get out. I mean... Um, you know, they were coming. How many guns do you have, Pierce? I'm going like, Christ, look at me. Who give me a gun? And, <laughs> and I used to love winding them up, you know. And I, you know, like, and you see a lot of it now. You know, the right to bear arms, the Fourth Amendment, mm-hmm. guns, and and I'm going like, I was like winding them up, saying the right to bear arms. I thought that was the right to wear a T-shirt, right? And so it was like, you know, I was like winding them up. I didn't like. It. I found it. So I wanted to come back to Europe, and I got offered a job in Newbridge to run Europe, Middle East, Africa. And I loved that job. And within a year and a half, the guy that bought me in got sacked, and I was then parachuted back to run the whole corporation uh, back in the in the states. And I it, it had a market cap of about two billion when I took it over, and I sold it for uh, twelve and a half billion within two years. So the shareholders like me. Oh
0: my god! Yeah, that you was, a, was that was, a, that, was a, that was a
1: ma- that was a magic time doing that transaction. Uh, honestly. Uh, I, I could fill 25 podcasts in terms of talent, like just to, to do a sale process of that of that magnitude and the shareholder went bonkers towards the end and I mean he was making two and a half billion out of the deal, but like um, never ne- egos are a very dangerous thing in business, yeah. b- b- one of the biggest things, but that no, was great. So I mean I, I sold it to Alcatel in France and I then had 75,000 people in, in Alcatel. And, oh man, that was the worst job. I, I yeah. agreed to stay there for a year and I barely met it. I mean, I barely... And I was treated really well. I mean, fabulous conditions and private jet flying me back and forth, driver, like, I mean your head really disappears up your ass when you get yeah. start getting into that kind of stuff. Uh, but I hated the job. I had a private dining room. If you came to me... I was in the corporate headquarters in Paris. You come to me, you come into a private elevator up to meet me. I'd have my own restaurant. We had our own vineyard. I mean, like, that's how nuts we were, right? It was like, and we're competing against American companies where the CEO of the company is sitting at a desk the same as everybody else. You know what I mean? It was like, but it was just the old European semi-state kind of thing. It was about how you were treated, not about how, what you actually did. So it was really good. I mean, really good. Because
0: after that, and I presume you just kind of explained that you didn't really enjoy Agatel. Because no. after that, you, you were there for a year and then you decided to leave the corporate world. That
1: did, that... I, 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 I went and the, the, the transition was I was in Alcatel and then I got uh, picked by a massive private equity company who wanted to buy a part of Ericsson, the big mobile uh, company or the big uh, telecoms company. I couldn't be involved in that so that because I was working in Alcatel. There would have been conflict. So they did the transaction, got me to come in and run it. And I hired people from all over the world who worked with me previously and we created this company called demovo Movo, um, which was a, a b- part of Ericsson. That was really exciting. But the guys that uh, bought it did a Manchester United job on it, which means they bought it and put loads of debt in there, mm-hmm. over leveraged it. And um, they wanted to blame the guys that did the deal. Wanted to blame, all oh, the CFO. It has, I'm going, no chance. It's not the CFO's problem. It's your problem. Mm-hmm. So if you don't go and tell the uh it's a bit like doing a transaction and then have to go back to your boss and say, You want that was a bad one I did. <laughs> right. And um and I sat down with the head of the, the private equity and I said, No nah, man, if you're doing this again, the guy that buys the transaction, mm. do not put him in the board of running it. Because he is vested in telling you that it's great when it's not. So after that, private equity I mean private equity companies are are are, are I mean, what they do is dead simple gyms. Invest in 10 companies. Mm. One will be a huge success. Two will be okay. The rest will be dogs. And then you amortize all that and you'll get a good yield for your shareholders because, but seven of them are dogs. Yeah. And um, uh, so it was like, it was, so I've got, I can do this better myself. Yeah. So I then said, because uh, I'd made a, a bit of money, I said, I'm going to do my own, but I'm going to do it differently. So I'm going to be involved in things that I like. Mm. I'm going to run them myself and then hire Somebody to run them for me, so I know what I'm talking about. Um, and boy, did I make some humdinger's mistakes! <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely, like made, made, made some humdinger's, and then um got some things right, and 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 really went on from there, and really enjoy it now. So I've got like 14 uh, companies in my portfolio. Um, I've exited two two of them already. Um. And did really well. Um, the team do really well. So We're not. I don't take in anybody else's money. It's mm. it's all mine. Um, it's my risk. Um, and and if they if they fail, it's my failure. It's mm. not. It's not. It's not anybody else's.
0: Well, we'll we'll get into the other companies, the current companies, in a minute. In a bit. But I suppose one thing you mentioned a while ago is that you kind of went on to doing things that you like. Yes. Like you're a huge Celtic fan.
1: Yes, massive. Yes.
0: So. Do you manage to go to a lot of games? And I? I was though. there on Tuesday night. I oh,
1: yeah. was. I was uh, uh, Jay, was that the day he was going to be here at the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday <laughs> night, I was at uh, Celtic against uh, Atletico Bilbao. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, I I, I love that. That's um, that's an interesting thing. It's quite interesting. I digress for a second when you watch Ireland right now and how we're going on about immigrants. Mm. Celtic was formed by Irish immigrants who, yeah. like Ukraine, had to emigrate because of the famine. Yeah. And there was resentment against them. They were in the ghettos, and you can see the same. It's kind of kind of sad. Of any country that should welcome immigrants 100%. is us, right? I mean, where we Irish people had to go, and I think sometimes it gets, irritates me a little bit. People they think everybody loves Irish people. They they haven't been around and lived in Manchester or Liverpool or Glasgow or any of these places where no Irish, no dogs, whatever. So that you know, that's part of who we are, and that's part of our strength as a as a country. Um, but that's where I love love football. But I bought another football club. We
0: get to it, hang on.
1: (laughs) Tell me first before we get to it. Are the
0: Rangers games the best?
1: Uh, They're the best um, game. I've been to a game that tops it. Mm. Um, I went to Bucket Juniors against uh, River Plate in Buenos Aires.
0: Is that the biggest crowd? Uh,
1: It it makes the Celtic Rangers game look like a Boy Scouts. Uh, I mean... um, it's mental, like uh, mental. Um, they're there for four hours before the game, um, but I mean, the, the interesting thing about, about about Celtic is Celtic was formed by by uh, to feed um, Irish people in 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 the in the slums at that time. So the people, the club became successful when they were downtrodden. So mm-hmm. they view the club much more. The club is much more to them. That's yeah. that's their beacon of. Of you know of the like so they the 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 the, the strap line much more in the club is 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 totally there's true, a right. lot more to it than just <sighs> huge mm. huge um and uh, you know but uh, yeah so the the Rangers Celtic match mental match um I you don't sit in with the Green Brigade yeah I do I, do, I um I I go to, I used to go I used, when I was in America I would fly back I formed the Houston Texas Celtic supporters club um right. and when I went over because my biggest thing got this great job and I'm going how am I going to watch celtic yeah. and and I put an advert because the, the web wasn't good I put an advert in the in the magazine the Celtic View, and this guy John Malhoon uh was living in Houston, so we came to my house and I said, okay he said the, the games are broadcast by by um by a company in North America and you on a Friday night you get the coordinates on the satellite mm-hmm. like literally it was so th- this is an interesting one, so we were really well organized so I formed a club. Into an Irish an Irish bar called the Claddagh in Houston, and then it became uh, known. So then the Rangers fans, so Celtic match would be on once, and then the Celtic ma- Rangers match would be on on a different day. That's the way it is because the, the, the two teams don't play in the city at the same day. So the Rangers fans were tra- so I then would make somebody go down. And collect money from them. We got the game for free because of our package. <laughs> so I made a lot of money out of the Rangers fans, and they paid for our end of season party. So that was always, couldn't, always an angle. Couldn't have worked out better for a Celtic <laughs> fan. Could, couldn't worked out better <laughs> taking, making money off them. <laughs> but you love football so much.
0: as You just briefly mentioned you ended up buying a club, of Livingston. Yeah, that,
1: that was that was a
0: mistake. That was a mistake, right? right? Um, and what it was, and this is important because no, because the, the, off, off um, air there a while ago we were talking about that. Like a lot of people. Don't realize the amount of mistakes that people of your magnitude in business make, and a lot of people in all works or ways of business make. There's a lot of mistakes, but you only see the shiny parts. You don't. Yeah, see the but,
1: fail. but I can tell you now, looking back, which I didn't see at the time when I went back. So I had this career where I was going, you know, went to America, did this with the private equity, and then I fell out with the private equity, and so then I went from being. Let me just use the analogy. So you're at a dinner party, and you say somebody says to you, "Oh." What do you do? You go, I am mm. this. I am that. I do this. I do that. Suddenly, we don't have any job. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how big your bank account is. Mm. And what I did, now when I look back at it, is I bought the football club to become relevant again. Right? right? When I look back at it, and that was a weakness in terms of my ego and... Um, yeah, but yeah, I, it's great to have. I so I did. I owned the football club, and I had my own jail cells, and <laughs> I had all of those kind of things. It was, it was, it was, and I had a big. It was a big property development on the side of it. Um, but I, it was a learning exercise. So there was a guy managing the team, a guy called Davy Hay, who was a big Celtic legend. So I. Went to met him and I said I was been I'd been made the preferential buyer by the administrators or the receivers, examiners I think they call them in Ireland, and so I met him and he was being offered another job. I said, Davy, seriously, man, if that if you get offered that job, take it because this might never happen, and this club will be gone. Mm. Right, this might never happen. Headline in the paper next day. Flynn wants to act Celtic legend. I'm going, oh my god. god! Like, so do you understand? I was in, like, yeah, you yeah. go, wow, there you go. And uh, and I was very overt, right? I was very overt about I'm a Celtic fan. Doesn't matter that I own Livingston. Never, never made anything. And so When we played Rangers, um, Livingston, I would have to get special security to uh, escort me to the game like the, for, because I was such a high profile Celtic fan and uh, yeah but it was it was it was bonkers I mean the level of of in in Scotland more there more people per head the population want football in Scotland than any other country in the world it's fanatical um, and you know you have two clubs there that are in my opinion mm. Barre Liverpool Manchester United um, one of the most well known no, they're biggest. They've got the biggest franchises, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they you know, the Premier League's taking off. So, but it was, it was an interesting, an interesting. Myself, Dermot Desmond, Eddie Jordan. We, uh, Dennis O'Brien, mm-hmm. uh, so we underwrote Celtic uh, right. in, tw- in 2000 um, in terms of that. And Dermot did a great job. Um, no, so I, I, I like it. I like the football. But it, Joanne is really cra- angry. <laughs> in business, you can go, okay, he's not very good at marketing or he's not very good at finance. But you're going, I'm paying that guy so much money. He can't cross the effing ball, or he, or he can't take a corner, they he can't get it past the first man. So it's like you can't influence it. And yeah. Like in other businesses, you can influence it. Yeah. So it's 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 a game of it's a game of. Because I way. always think that with,
0: with with owners, like do they look at it? I suppose a lot of the owners of the clubs, they mightn't be that much into soccer, like you know the Glaziers or whatever. Yeah. But they probably are now, but when they bought United, you know, I don't think they were.
1: Dude, how many of the owners actually sit in the box and think? Christ, he's useless. Oh, yeah, but but, the, but there is there is a snobbery element of it, James, right? That That's really interesting because I, when I talk to managers, when I'd be recruiting managers, and I went through a fair few of them, and, um, um, and I would be going, if you think that I'm not going to say to you that I think he, because he, here's the point, um, you know, I watch it all the time, mm. but they go, oh, you're not a football guy. I'm going, no. I I agree with you. I'm not a football guy in terms of I I didn't play at that level or whatever. But you know I'm watching with my eyes. But there's an element of you. I mean, we had a player, and it, every manager said he's going to be he's never, he's never going to make any. We watch him going. He's this guy can open a tin of beans with his left foot, Robert Snodgrass, and we sold him. There. We sold him right. And I'll, I'll, this is the one that really is funny. So I was I've, a great friend of mine is a Celtic fan guy called Kieran O'Reilly. And he, <laughs> he writes for the Irish press. So I phone him up and I like, say, Kieran, Kieran, who's the best player in the League of Ireland? He says, Wes Hulan. And I go, why is he not in England? He said, he's too small. I bought him without even seeing him play, right, for 150,000 euros. And I sold him for 2 million within a year. Stop. Right? Now, the guys would, oh, like, why isn't it? He's too small. He won't. Make. The guy was used to being knocked down since he was mm. bugging. And he was a brilliant player and went on to have a brilliant career with Ireland, mm. right? Um, and he was a really good guy, great family. And he came to us. Celtic were after him because they saw him. They would never look at him unless they somebody had put him in the shop window. But he went down south. We got him, moved down to England. I'm, I'm just using that as an example of the preconceived notions of not being a football guy. I, I, I think, answer, let, let's, let's look at, the, look, if you look at the successful managers, Alex Ferguson wasn't mm. a great footballer. No. Right? Arsene Wenger wasn't a great footballer. Mm. Right? But they had something about them. Just because you're a great footballer doesn't mean you're going to be a great manager. Yeah. Equally, if you're a great engineer, doesn't mean you're going to be a great engineering manager. And that's where I think in my career, I can manage people. I can lead people. mm I'm not saying I'm the best at the, the technical job they do, and it and, and football is just a really good example of that. I think you know.
0: Or afterwards. He, he went. To... He went to
1: Leeds. He had a great went to West Ham. He's he met, he's made a huge. I met him at, at a function recently. It's a Great player. Great player. We we had a, we had a load of great players, and we yeah. sold them on. Um, and you know, it was it was interesting, but sport. I, I got I sold it after about three years. Um, did the property deal and got the hell out and uh, sold it for a pound before it came trendy.
0: <laughs> sold it for a pound. Yeah. Um. You have a number of companies around the world. Yeah. Uh. One is cred Credit Fix. Yes. Where
1: you restructure assets for companies struggling. Yeah. It must be a big
0: business in today's world.
1: Yes. It's it's uh, massive at the moment. You know, we're the largest one in the UK. We're in Canada with it. Um, we've got. That's a that's a very good company and and um, that that was uh, I found I, I did that back in two thousand and eight where I I was looking at people where you know if somebody has a problem you can remortgage their house they can take equity out so it was like an, it was like you're on the you're 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 on the wrong slope mm. but so it was like an elevator so I said oh, I need a I need a restructuring company for people. So I can't just give them a mortgage. I can't get them a second charge in their house or whatever. So I need another one. So I bought an insolvency practice, and it turned out to be monstrous, right? Uh, because everybody couldn't get out of the other floors because of yeah. the crash, mm. right? And everybody went there. So that would turned out to be a to, to be in. A, but I tell it, everybody goes, "Oh, you were really that was really clever." It wasn't. It was part of a strategy that then just <laughs> like it's like everything. People go, "That was really clever." You go, mm, "No," because in business, James, you start off saying, "We're going to go west." West is where everything is, and you end up drifting southwest and you go, mm. oh, that was our strategy all the time. <laughs> right. It's not right. But you know, the people, the, the, you know, people that so that would yeah, Credit Fix is a is a, a very successful company. We're
0: talking about that now in the way that you bought that company and it went a different direction. Do you believe in luck? I like I don't, but do you do you believe in
1: luck? Um I believe in timing. Mm. Um but if you want to do it multiple times it isn't luck. You can't do it. But you can't you, you you know, I've seen some people who do hit timing well and then they try and replicate it in another company and they just fall flat on their face. Um I'm I think I'm a little unusual because I've come at business because I've been in the corporate world. The problem you have with entrepreneurs if they've never worked in a corporate world is they go, that's my ball and if you don't do it my way, I'm taking it home and yeah. go home. You can't you have to manage people. You have to you have to have the ability to manage people and give people their head and let them make a mistake. And, and and do all of that. You know what I mean? You, you have to. So, you know, in terms of luck, you'll get lucky once. You won't get lucky three yeah. or four times. You know
0: That doesn't yeah. happen. Make your own luck. Yeah. Um, in Ireland, you've got, because I know we, we spoke about credit fix going to Canada, Australia, yeah. UK. In Ireland, you've Green Rebel. Yes. Uh, you've acquired Crosshaven and had a boatyard, Yes. I believe. Yeah. You then, I suppose, what you do, you survey the coast for potential wind farm sites. Yes. And You've been quoted as saying that Ireland
1: could be the world leader in renewable energy. Yeah, we have we have the second best uh, wind profile in the world, behind uh, Vietnam. Um, we are on the edge of Europe. Um, a lot of areas don't have the coastline that we have. I mean, you look at Ireland's physical, but our, our our marine footprint is massive, mm. like massive. So, um, and so I came back home. I mean, we. You and I talked about fishing early on, but I mean, fishing's dying, right? So uh, try and find a fisherman under the age of 40. And then I'll make it be very controversial with people in Ballycotton. Try and find a fisherman that's Irish, mm. right? Um, and, you know, most of the fish we get is exported anyway. So they, the, the, but people love the sea. The sea is beautiful. I mean, I've come back and having hated fishing, I love being back in my boat um, uh, not had enough chance this summer because of the weather, but, um, but you know it's, you know I, I saw this thing I came back and going this is going to be massive this is going to change, so I jumped on a plane, went did a tour right around the UK up the north and I picked a, p- a place called Wick in Scotland, which was a rundown town, as you know, drug problem. No booming, it's a hub and a base. For offshore wind, so there's wind farms off. Now there's boats in there. Guys are on the boats. They get to come home at night, not smelling the fish. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And all I'm saying to you is, there, there, people want to be on the sea, but they want to have more hospitable hours. They, I mean, yeah, uh, my family are in fishing. My cousins and you know, um, th- like they work hard. Like mm. you know, two weeks at sea. I, that's, that's tough. It's that's tough. 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 And, and, and so some of them like to see, but they don't want to have those kind of working hours. So I see the whole reinvention. And so I think, num- number one, there's a climate crisis. Um, number two, we have the resource. And the the analogy that I've used before is, imagine we're in the desert in 19, the late 1960s in uh, Saudi Arabia, yeah. and the Americans are drilling for oil, and we say, if they get oil, we'll just get enough for ourselves. We have the capacity it's reported, to generate 75 gig of uh, of um, of electricity. We only need about seven and a half, eight to power Ireland. Right? Jesus. So that's the potential. But then that needs to be stored, turned into hydrogen, transported. You have to be, are we going to use cables to connect it into mainland Europe? All these are, 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 are but, I'm having come back from from being away. Um, Ireland moves very slow mm. uh, politically. Um, I think and I, I really don't care politically what, but you've got three people. So I know in business you can't have three leaders, right? Um, because the business will go nowhere. Um, and then you have an election cycle, which is every four years, which happens in most countries. But so nobody's making long term decisions like we've got the housing the housing crisis mm. and the climate crisis climate in the one department jesus i mean like you know that's just insane and um but you know the, the opportunities there i've invested in it i believe in it um and i've now got one two i've got four uh, companies in in the green area, different areas. One of them is a a heat pump company called Action Zero, great company. I've got people in uh, Cork and Tralee, they're manufacturing Tralee. I've got a a Met Ocean business in Limerick, um, been manufactured in Limerick, our own technology, and we're looking at a storage solution uh, right now. Um, All Irish, all Irish patented, right? You
0: Take the boy away from the water. But yeah, but, but 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 uh, the boy. Yeah, it's a,
1: <laughs> but uh, like even just which makes me angry. Like the boy has to be t- this boy. This boy is very similar. With the size three story house, it has to go in. The, so if you're wanting to do a wind farm, say fifty miles off Ballycotton, mm. what's the first thing you have to measure? You have to measure that's actually wind there. Now we all know there's wind there, but you have to tell a bank because they have, they're going to give you the money. Yeah. So you have to show them the wind profile. So this boy would then would be out there for maybe two years, eighteen months. Or so. Shooting laser into the air, measuring the wind speeds at different heights. That's what that boy does. Gathers all the data so that you can then do it. Key part of the, of the work. Irish technology. Um, so we build one. We have to send it to Rotterdam to get it tested because we can't get permission. It would take us two years to get permission to test it here. To, to just to anchor it and test it. Like, and we need we need manufacturing lots of these, so they mm. all have to go to Rotterdam. And and that's just using an example, and it's not, you know, everybody talks about. I hate to be a person that goes just moans. So I I I've 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 spoken to all the politicians. I've spoken to all the heads of the parties. Been surprised by some of them, who were I thought were very flash, and mm. um, and and the ones I thought weren't very flash were actually very good. Um. So um. And I've been trying to get to them, which is look, guys, put your best people on this. I mean, what's Ireland great at? Ireland is great at bringing in inward investment. Mm. Also, a big risk, I think, is I read somewhere that maybe six companies bring in eighty percent of our tax take. What happens if they get it cold? Mm. We'll get pneumonia, right? Now, here's a chance for us to have our own resource. right? But you know, there's a famous saying. I think isn't it to plant trees when you know you'll never be able to sit in the shade that they give, mm. right? This is not about me. This mm. is not about. My kids, it's about our grandkids because that's what the future is like. The planet's on fire, then you have people saying, "Oh, it's not," because we have got these conspiracy things and all of that, which is which doesn't help. But I mean, anybody thinking like what's happening in Southern Europe this year with the temperatures and we're freezing up here, and it's, it's going to become more common. It's going to become more common, absolutely. And and so for me, the whole energy thing and the reason I want to get into it, I believe cork is going to be huge. Mm um i i think it's going to be good for east cork right um and the reason for picking up the the, uh, the boatyard highway we looked at hydrogen initially didn't didn't work was pretty controversial um but you know that's not to say we won't do something else because once all these wind farms are out there mm. they all have to be serviced so and they all have to be great jobs you know servicing these these uh, these things so that's really what i have in mind for saving and i had a long term
0: when you talk about your the boys that go out there and do all the testing and and then you get all you know your research back from all these surveys is it then a matter of going out and getting somebody to price doing the work like no what
1: you... the way the way it works is we would get a developer, a developer would hire us to deploy it, and they would be like an Energia or SSE. They would say, We need the resource, we need you to measure the resource. So, we have boats that measure the sea, map the seabed. Mm-hmm. We have planes that, because you have to be, are you going to cause any birds? Um, so, for example, they were looking at one down off water there, but that's the herring spawning area. So. You can't put, you can't, it's gone. So you, you and you can, So all those things have to be put in. There's a lot of work. I mean, it, it, it is, and I'm not trying to say we should cut any corners mm. or anything, but, you know, it won't go at the speed. And what frustrates me is, you know, I'm putting in money, I'm putting in uh, my own money, I'm back in the resource, and yet we are, you know, we want to build an Irish supply chain because if we don't, the only jobs will be in building them, mm. And then they'll be they'll be run by somebody else, you know. Because didn't I read somewhere that it was um the government have the
0: money to do it, but yet even at that, even with the money that we have, there's companies out there that do this like, you know, off the coast of mm. a lot rougher mm-hmm. countries in Ireland. Mm-hmm. So they they're set up for it. So if, they will if it goes out to tender, they'll be the ones
1: that will just come in and pick it up. Um, yeah, I mean that's like We shouldn't lower the standards, right? I'm not suggesting we lower the standards. Um, But if you're going to say you need a guy who can be a heart surgeon, be an orthodontist, do it, every single thing, there's no such thing that exists. What you do is you get a guy who could run a hospital and bring in the the services that are required. We will never be in the situation where uh, there'll never be an Irish company that will be able to deliver everything, but they'll be able to deliver 80% of it and let them, like any day, say, well, you're the main contractor, and these 20% 20 that you can't do... Bring in somebody else to do that because we know you can't do it. Yeah, you're not a heart specialist. Bring in a guy who is a heart specialist. So it's just this classic. It's the classic: a prophet in his own land is never is never, never, appreciated. Is never appreciated, and and um, uh, that gets that gets very very um, very very old very very fast. And um, but we've like um, our boats are are working in the UK right now. We're going we're up and we're in off of Hollyhead right now. Then we're going up to Dundee. Um so we're 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 there's loads of work. But they're way ahead of us. I mean we're they're way ahead of us. Um and we just need to I mean the frustration for me, James, is if we were called TikTok, Ireland would bend over backwards to get mm-hmm. you. But these are jobs that will be here a lot longer than TikTok mm-hmm. and are just a chance for us to become, like, you know, Ireland's a wealthy country because of our tax take, mm. right? But I'm talking about real wealth in foundations that we're dependent on, not, you know, well, look what happened when Trump came in. Oh, I mean, who's to say there wouldn't be another Trump come in? I want everybody back in the US. Correct. I want all profit repatriated in the US. Well, what would happen to us then? Mm. Right? If we lose
0: our pharmaceuticals,
1: it will be... The recession all over, the building recession all oh, over It'd be more than that. I mean, it's like, and, and it's great. It's fantastic to come back. When I left in 85, you know, our ass was hanging out as a country. Mm. Now you come back and it's brilliant. I, I'm not, you know, Ireland is way more good. This is one area that we just, we have a housing crisis. We have um, a climate crisis. We have the ability to fix those ourselves. We have the ability. That's about getting your best people and getting the and saying to them, Anything in your way, I'll get it out. And to be, what's the enemy of, of a program? Perfection. So, oh, I'll have a planning port You know that there was 800 applications for onshore wind in Ireland, and one guy objected to 550 of them, and we go, ah, sure. isn't that us, we're great. He should be taken out and absolutely hammered, right? Seriously. The, the point is, oh, no, because we make, we make a virtue out of it. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to go, no, it's right for the country. One person, I, one, one, like it's like one person is objected to it, and then we pay his money so he can go to, to so he can go to Europe, and object to it. It's it's like and we make it. Oh, sure, aren't we terrible? Yeah. No, that's not happening in other countries because they know to do these things, and it's the same in the housing thing. It's like, go and get it ninety five percent right, mm-hmm. which I believe you could do with some smart guys in the room. Mm-hmm. Will you get everything perfect? No, you won't. But that five percent. It's going to kill you and you'll never get it right and you'll, you'll end up never doing it.
0: It's very interesting. I think all I'll take away from this is that you said, like, we have the, the resources like the Saudis. Yes. And we're just not using it.
1: No. And by the way, other people will do. And then we'll be, oh, well, where's God? Mm-hmm. Other people will, will find this. Like, Germany's only got one coast. They're a huge user. They need energy. Okay. The countries that are landlocked need energy. Right, and we're the providers of it. We own the we own the vast bulk of the of the. But the UK, as much as it's come out of Brexit, it's doing deals with Europe, interconnects, but, but, it, with with this. But it, you know, we 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 have to have a radical rethink, mm. a radical rethink. That on like, to me, the housing the housing crisis and the climate crisis, um, need to be, and they're both in the same department. Go yeah. figure, Mine That that's just like that's just. Uh, that, but that's the way it is. But um, and for such a progressive country, I've, I mean, we're a great country. We're a smart country. We're smart people. Ireland is smart. Uh, you know, there's so many things to be proud of. Mm. We're a tolerant company in the main. Of course, we're going to have people at the edges, but we're a tolerant company in the main. And um, but this is one where we have to be. We have to understand that if we try and please everybody. We'll please nobody, I like it. We don't even have to go on to the hydrogen
0: plants because we went through that. Yeah. Um, I think the the East Cork and Ballycotton, in particular, yeah, I'm sure are very appreciative of the time, funds, and efforts that you've invested in the area. Be that the numerous projects that you've that have underway, the cultural attractions created by Sea Church, restaurants, playgrounds, or even the new Muriel, I noticed on yeah. in Klein-Gia. Klein GA. Um, but is it you wanting to give back to East Cork or is it that like like me you just see Cork East Cork as an area that can be as big if not bigger than West Cork
1: Yeah I, I, we've underplayed we've underplayed the whole the, the the whole thing um coming back back to Ballycotton I'd been gone I would only come back probably once or twice a year to see my mother when I was like in in, in corporate world and, and so then I decided I'm going to come back built built a house um which has screwed up the Ballycotton property market, um, um, and I felt absolutely. I was going, why in the hell am I going anywhere else? This house is great, and Ballycotton's great, and you go back in great community. And then I look at East Cork, and I'm going, Middleton is very, very prosperous. The opportunities in Cove, uh, opportunities in Yall, which are, I think are completely underplayed. Yall has got so much going for it, um, you know. Um, but I want. To, like I, I look at Ballycotton, and people don't like this because I can see it differently. Ballycotton's dying; it's dying. It'll become a place for people from D four in London where they'll buy properties and they'll live there one month a year. I can't run a restaurant. I can't give jobs to people, right? We got a Michelin Bib restaurant; that's a destination. People come. You want to? You have to come to Ballycotton for a reason. It's a dead end, right? So you have to come there for a reason. Um, and I knew it was working when, in the middle of February. The restaurants are full. The sea church has got a gig on, and they're drinking in McGrath's and they're drinking in the Blackbird. And I'm going. The whole village is lifted. People are staying overnight in the bed and breakfast. I'm going. This is how it works. Now, so what I, my project that I want to look at is I'm going to be, look at building affordable houses in in the village, and that's going to be for me my legacy too. I want it's a blood transfusion. I want I want to build. I want, the, I want the local school to be safe. I want the GAA to be safe so that we have people doing that. And that's like me looking at it going, you know, um, because I just see it. I just see it. Have you ever seen, have you ever heard the movie Cocoon? Yes. Well, all the old people, that's what Bellicott will be. And me included. In yeah. it. And it'll be like, um, you know, and then the people with kids and families can't afford to live there.
0: And this was one of the questions that came in from our followers that we, we were going to get to at the end, but that development in Ballycotton, is that going to be you funding the mortgages? Is that, like, how is that going to work? No,
1: it's, the houses are going to be pitched at, at an affordable, But we're starting with what's, a, what's an affordable number that people, that your average person can go in, mm. right? And we're going to build it to that and then we'll spec it with green and make sure that they're easy, they'll be low to run and low cost. And the site that we have in Ballycotton is phenomenal, it's phenomenal and they'll be you know i could if i was being really i go i'm just going to build big huge houses there and make a fortune right but what's that going to do it's going to be people who are going to have them as 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 uh, as holiday homes so the, the they will be pitched and i am going to discriminate mm. i do not want the houses for um airbnb i want you to live there and if you don't, I don't care what colour creed or whatever. If you're a Rangers fan, you could even have a house. The ah, point, let's not get like away. here. That's, that's ridiculous. There's uh, <laughs> nobody going to believe that. <laughs> anyway, true. <laughs> but it, the, point, the point was, the you know, you come there, you have a family, you live there, you contribute to it. I mean, no post office, no shop. Mm. Okay. People love, the, love the, the, the cliff walk. If you love the cliff walk, you want to go and have a coffee. You want to go like and you know so the, there's that that's my 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 part. So I think East Cork, you know, um, like there's only one roundabout now with the new uh, Dun Kettle between Dublin and the vast bulk of East Cork. Mm. One roundabout. It's a Middleton, right? That's the only you can bring. Like if you're coming talking about like you talk about uh, and I, I I look at that for potential and I mean East Cork has got a huge part to play also on offshore, being the east side of the harbour, right, Um, the oil refinery seems to be going from one disaster to another in terms of who owns it and how long it lasts and all that. Mm. But uh, I don't know if you're allowed to say those things out loud, but I've just said it anyway. The point is, um, you know, so I think there'll be East Cork um, and, you know, it's, it's got everything, venues, we've got Ballamaloo, we've got great culinary, you just want people to go and say, okay. We're more accessible mm. to go down to West Cork. It's what people go from Dublin to West Cork. They've got they've got. If you go to Skull, we can beat Skull any day of the week. Great. Go idea. down. We have more, we can beat them. any We have better restaurants. We got the lighthouse tours. You can go to the lighthouse. You can go do that. You can go do the walk along the cliff walk, mm. um, and that's just Ballycotton. You've got Knockadoo, you've got you've got Yall Middleton, Whitegate, Ahada. All of these areas, Cove, mm-hmm. right, Castle Martyr, uh, you know, Balamaloo. It's like, guys, the distillery, like we have, we, and we just need to get our stuff. We under, I think we undersell East Cork big time. And, and and, 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 and you know, it, it's like, oh, okay, we, we need to go west. I, I think that's a, that's a myth.
0: Yeah, I, I think that it's got an awful lot to do with the picture that's kind of portrayed by East Cork as well, if you know what I mean. Like, West Cork has the beautiful, different coloured, you know, buildings on the main streets and it's everything's done beautiful and all that. I, I feel that it, East Cork needs a really good tourism manager because right now, or tourism board, sorry, because right now I, I feel like it's kind of, it was coming again, a bit like we were talking about earlier, about y'all kind of coming and it's kind of taken a backward step, I feel. And again, like you said, well, it's probably controversial. When I'm saying that because I'm, I'm based in Middleton and yeah. I'm Sure, somebody will be on giving out to me about this, but I just, I, I do. I feel that it's kind of taken a backward step, and we were progressing
1: to a point where we were coming close to West Cork. Yeah, but I mean, like, we're not on the World Atlantic Way. No, right. Somebody needs to look out of my house and Ancient tell me that the Ancient East. I mean, that's like that. That's like you're getting the ugly bride there. <laughs> I mean, that that is like seriously, right? And and. But Kinsale got it as far as Kinsale. Mm-hmm. So tell me what, where, why does it stop at Kinsale, mm-hmm. right? And the the Wild Atlantic. Mm-hmm. now that's a good marketing. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Co- East Genius. Cork. East Cork should be in there, mm-hmm. right? We absolutely should be in there. It should stop at all. Yep. Right. And 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 you know, but we don't. We don't. And we 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 maybe we don't represent ourselves enough. But you know, if you're on the Wild Atlantic way. Yeah. Ancient East? Nah. No, no, it doesn't do it for me. No, nah, nor
0: me. Yeah. It never did, really. Yeah. Even the whole way they were selling it with knights yeah. and... Uh, nah, <laughs> i never go. Um, <clears throat> so obviously with my background in property sales, I have to ask uh, about your home in Cotton. Was that a difficult build? Because it is an amazing house. But going through a build at the moment, myself, um, kind of caught up about it and I'm just about hanging in there, where it's located has that always been a dream to return to Belly Cotton?
1: Um, that house was a big, huge house before, and it blocked us. It blocked the views for the people behind it. Um, uh, when I was growing up, like to, to own that house would never have been something that uh, that uh, that you you would have ever thought that you could aspire to. Um, so um, I, I built it. We did the interviews for the architects and um, the architects from Cork, uh, kiosk builders from Cork. Rose Construction, fantastic. Um, they also did the sea church because I I trust them and they're 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 very very good. Quality of work is really good. When we did the plan, the first plan they came to me with, I was like no. And they came the 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 plan, and they said Pierce, you're never going to get planning permission for this, never in a million years. We didn't have one objection. You man. We had no it, objection. It, oh, yeah, no, the guy, the guy <laughs> we, if I put a windmill on it, I was screwed. But but um, the, um, uh, you know, um, yeah, we had no objection. And, and I've never built a house. I've never been attached to houses, James. To me, they're always transient. I've moved around the world and I've lived in different places. This is my house and this is going nowhere. And um, so I really, I really uh, love it. Um, uh, you know, it's perversely now if you look at Ballycotton now go and look at how many constructions are going on in Ballycotton right now um, nice houses so Ballycotton will become in my opinion uh, a mini Kinsale at, at, at the uh, at, but um, and you know people go oh, what happens if another restaurant if, if another restaurant comes in it just proves that the thing is working. You know, we all have, we all have to up our game. You don't you don't you, you don't, you don't, you mm. don't. The world's in enti- It's a free world, and mm. it's 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 you. You all have to up your game rather than say, "Oh, they're stealing my." Uh, Are we ever going to sort out the uh, traffic? Yeah,
0: the one-way system.
1: <laughs> um, well, there's a potential that we can do something with that now on the on the property development that we're that we're looking okay. at doing. We're also looking at maybe trying to maybe have a little bit of a retail, so maybe we could have a shop in the village or mm. uh, stuff like that. Um, so I, I'm trying to fix some of those. Um, I would love the village to um, to be pedestrian for twelve weeks of the of the year, and you park outside. The sea mm. church has changed the dynamic. People sure. people stay out there now and walk in. But it's well, a nice not, car park there. Yeah, it's a nice outside. car park. But it could, it could, we could do it being three times the size. Yes. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, so yeah, the, the the traffic is is horrendous. The traffic is 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 horrendous. Um and I think that is the number one issue that we we need to we will need to solve. Um and I think it w- would be a loop to get so there's a potential that maybe we can join and come around right around so that it's a one way village yeah. and that that would, would be uh, that would, would, would resolve it. Um, but I think the the council have to be fair. The car council have been very supportive. Um, so our planning is going in uh shortly uh, for the housing. Um, and um, I'm I'm com- I'm sure it'll be controversial for some people because, and I'm not getting involved in. Uh, to me, if people meet the criteria, their names go into a hat. Literally, for me, it's not um, it's not. Uh, oh, he gave that to him because you know he's his for she's his first yeah, cousin yeah. and all that. Not oh, Jesus Christ, no thanks. Um, to me, it's like, are you going to live here? Are you going to contribute?
0: Do you have to be from? No,
1: no. I don't care where you're from. Okay. I don't care where you're from. You have, you don't have to have ties to belly cotton or anything like that. Or no, I'm I, no because that doesn't mean you're you're a good person because you have ties and belly cotton. I mean to me, it's it's are you, you know, um, you know, are you going to live here? Are you going to contribute? Are you going to um, go to school? Are you going to be playing the GA? Are you going to contribute to the to the, to the society and, and the village? That's what I'm trying to do. It's not about fantastic that's that's what it's about and it's a blood transfusion that I'm trying to do and I tried initially James which would fail I was trying to say if I sell you the house you can't I I was going to form a trust where I would buy the house back so in other words the the houses would continue to be like if you look at the council houses in Ballycotton now that were there they're A, Airbnb now Mm. Sammy Kinsale some of the most expensive ones so so, so, so I'm saying well well, that's 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 not how it the the government property should not have gone that way over a series of times but I'm
0: intrigued by how how it's going to work Pierce because like in today's market as as we've talked about there's a housing crisis people will do you'll say like you're going to live here yes you're going to stay here forever oh, yeah i promise 100% percent will uh, you, you're going to i'll give you all of my children you can have everyone i'll even bring the cousins and i'll make no, them Benny Cottoners. i know
1: i know yeah, I how know do exactly. you, how do we yeah, the problem is no but, but but James is a very good point because i originally that I, I my idea was to have a trust that we would get three valuations on your property and we would buy it back but the problem we have is if you have to go to a bank to do that the it, 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 yeah. it, it, the bank won't doesn't like the fact that it's not an open avenue to to and that's where it falls though that's where my my idea so i'm going to have to go with an idea which is um to get it in there to get it right it won't be, it'll be i think it'll be but it's back to my point will i get it 100% right no but i'll get it 90% right we it the back That'll be enough Yeah. It's so the next it's, one Let's just start the bank yeah. it's some, Have you ever seen the movie Belly Cotton Bank BB no, have, you, no. have you ever seen the movie um, uh, It's a Wonderful Life at Christmas you know, yeah. the, the guy that owns the whole village That. that <laughs> the, no I don't want to become Potter <laughs> Potter'sville. Don't, don't, don't want that
0: to happen um, <laughs> With all your experience From lobster fishing and belly cotton To being an exec in the corporate world To owning a soccer club And now pushing boundaries on Renewable energy What is the most enjoyable part Of your career so far?
1: Um, I I think it's since I r- run my own companies. Um, when you get into big corporations, you I remember one time being asked to say, "Oh, Pierce, can you open this meeting?" I'm going, "What do you want me to say?" And then I go, "This is really bad now." Like, it's pull a string out of my chest, and I'll give you the usual bullshit. And I see so much of that in politics, and that that they, you know, it's like, "What's my opinion on this?" Um, and I I so I love. Making a difference. I love going in and making something happen. And one of the things that happens you now is see if something isn't working. I'll cut it. I'll cut it. I'm, I won't I have any, you know, any uh, ties to if if, if, it, if it's, you know, I, I my job is to give it everything that it needs. Mm-hmm. But then if I go, do you want, that just isn't working then you know it, it, it you, you don't you don't do it so i enjoy i enjoy the the being my own boss being my own uh, you know uh having making my own mistakes um and it's easy when you're in a position where you can afford to buffer against those mistakes so it's a, like i, I the sea church we opened up the sea church 12 days before covid hit now imagine you had put all <coughs> imagine you put all your savings into that Gyms, mm. you'd be hanging off the the, the, the spire, mm. you know. Two years, right? So timing. Remember, I said to you about luck and all that, and 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 all of that. But it's 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 I, the most enjoyable thing for me is is actually creating things, um, seeing people flourish. Um, and I know they all sound cliche, but there's some, you know, getting somebody. There's there's a guy I have now uh, in from Cotton, and um, his career has progressed greatly because I just saw something in him that, that you know, uh, and that's that's nice to see. It's mm-hmm. nice to see and it's happened in other companies as well, just backing people and getting the hell out of their way, you know, because there's some, it, like, it's all about the people. It's all about hiring the right people. Companies fail, usually, because mm-hmm. there's an asshole in charge. <laughs>
0: okay. What's your, uh, what's your next big exciting project?
1: Um... <laughs> Uh, the Ballycotton development one, uh, the, the property one for me, is 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 something that I really now want to uh, deliver on. Sounds extremely exciting, I must
0: admit. Now, we're going to finish with some questions from the followers. The first one, obviously, was about the new homes in Ballycotton. Mm-hmm. There was a load of people asking about that. So yeah. that's a good start. That's a good start, yeah. yeah. A lot of people interested in it already. Um, the next question was, if you could dine with four people dead or alive, who would it be?
1: Four people dead alive. They're
0: probably all Celtic players,
1: aren't it? <laughs> no, no. The uh, the they, you know, footballers are tend not to be great people. To have conversations <laughs> with them. Uh, yeah, they're very rare. Um, uh, four people dead alive. I would be Nelson Mandela, um, Jock Stein, uh, manager of Celtic, won the the Champions League for the first time, first British club. Um, Sir Alec Ferguson, he's a- alive. Um, and I would say, um, Greta Thornburg, the, the crime person. Go on. Yeah. Cranky one. Cranky one.
0: <laughs> Didn't see that one no, coming. No,
1: no, no sexist comments <laughs> here. We i we tell you in, one. We thing. get into more trouble. That. <laughs> that is an interesting table. i tell you, it would be. <laughs> we talk about sports and the climate. We yeah. get Alex Ferguson's view on the yeah. on the climate.
0: Um so another question was any further plans for East Cork uh, development of a marina in Hadda So yeah, I'm a big advocate for Hadda as we yeah. talked about earlier. I just I love the area. I think it's got everything. I think it will become, even though know, second to Ballycotton, it is going to become the new
1: cotton. Yes.
0: There was talks of a
1: marina going into yep. boatyard. Is that just No, the 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 because we literally started with hydrogen, we now need to come up with a completely new plan for that. Um and I need to probably consult with, with with locals as to as to what. I I think there's a potential of either being a base for offshore wind, right, which means it'll be a big employer in the look in the local area, but it will be sea it will be sea. Um a hotel. Mm. Um it would be another would be another one. Um a marina I definitely think we should be dredging it and bringing something to this side of 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 uh, the marina. And East Ferry is 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 not big enough, no. and it's probably not of the standard yet. That would that would be, and there's big tides running down that yeah. uh, that 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 uh, that East Ferry. Uh, um, but a marina, we have to develop that side of the harbour. Mm. The east side of the harbour has to be. Right. and I fundamentally believe that's why I I procured um, the the site, and and I had a, I think it's I think it's a phenomenal site. Same we could do we could do anything anything with, you know, And there's a big ugly building there right now next to a tennis court, tennis yeah. club. And a brand new tennis yeah club after being built on it. Or? Yeah, but the point for me would be a marina, would make a lot of sense. Mm. Make a lot of sense. It would. we'd upset people in Crosshaven if we decanted it yes <laughs> let's do it <laughs> build, a, build a big restaurant
0: though. <laughs> the last question is what advice would you give to a young entrepreneur starting off uh,
1: don't don't aim for perfection um, and don't trust everybody's uh, motives. People, you know, um, so, I mean, to me, don't aim for perfection. Um, You know, American companies are famous for getting it out way before everybody else and then fixing it on the fly. Um, In Europe, we tend to be much more of, well, we can't put it out until it's absolutely 100% perfect. Um, And then my point about, um, you know, being careful about people um private equity don't give too much of the company away it's a very difficult very difficult one to 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 do and don't be don't I mean i guess if i if i maybe we could edit out but i would say i'd say if you look at it just now it would be you know don't be afraid to fail yeah. Don't be afraid to fail. It's it's a badge of honor, not a, not a, not a, a, no, but but to me, if we, I would be saying, don't just, don't be afraid to fail. Because actually, the most interesting things about me to have over a beer is the failures it's more interesting they're far more uh, they're far more uh, than put, coming in and telling people that, you know I did this big deal or whatever actually it's the ones that didn't come off for whatever reason Livingston was a cracker yeah yeah that's it There's some great stories come out of Livingston yeah, absolutely
0: but I agree Like, and we'll finish on that because I think like, my my I've got an 11 year old and a 7 year old and I look at the kids these days growing up and it, it you know everybody's about the anxiety everybody's about this everybody's about failure everybody's labels about, and like, you just gotta go out there and just experience life Take what comes. If you fall down, just get back up and get on with it. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and, and
1: and that's the. I think we've. I think we've. Uh, you know, James, everybody. I think we're the danger with, I guess, modern society and and social media and stuff like that is everybody has to have a label. We're all like, mm. we need a label. Jesus I need a label. Mm. Um, and you know what? I um, I'm anxious on a. You know, do you ever get anxious on a Sunday night because it's Monday morning and work? So suddenly, the, it starts spitting up in your head. I'm depressed or whatever. No, everybody has that. Yeah. Right. And do you know what I mean? There's a level of and we're in danger of taking away the people that actually need the label and need help mm. because we all give ourselves Correct. a label. Right? Yeah. That's that's and I feel I I'll be honest with you. I'd rather be growing up baiting lobster pots than being a young person right now.
0: I hundred percent agree with that. And I think the one thing from today that I've taken, Pierce was It is, there's no label going on you. Mm. Do you know we finished on there? I think that you have been, and you should be, a very, very good example for anybody, let alone East Cork, but the whole of the country, in that how frank and open you are about everything that you do and what you want to do with it is amazing. And I really, really enjoyed having you in today. So thank you very much for
1: coming. Thanks, James. Enjoyed it too.